Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. read this to you I thought about I wrote this down on a note here <clears throat> what happened at the cross that's a question what happened at the tomb amen the uh, at the cross the sins of all mankind were forgiven God put our sins on Jesus and his blood paid the price for our sins also the bondage of sin that we inherited from Adam was paid for too on the cross. His blood was shed to, for us to free us from the carnal man of sin. So through the blood of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven of our sins. We are set free from the bondage of sin. The blood has the power to change everything in the life of the believer. Before the cross, man was never set free from their sins. There was no sacrifice. Uh, there was no blood that had the power, listen to me, to destroy sin in a person's life. It took the precious blood of the only begotten Son of God, Jesus Christ, our Savior, to set us free from sin. Right. Amen. You see, the cross, my friend, and the blood, huh, forgave us of our sins. Huh? It changed our life. The power uh, that sin had upon us, the sins that we committed, and the sins that that we had engaged in in our lives, my friend, and we were in bondage to it. It had, and we were like chained to it, and we couldn't get free from it, huh? But God sent His only begotten Son, and that precious blood. Listen to me. The cross, huh, has set us free from bondage and sin, huh? The Scripture said. He that is free is free indeed. Amen? Praise God. Listen, my friend, the blood huh, for the Christian, the blood that we preach about huh, out of God's Word, it's everything. Amen? He was the perfect sacrifice for our sins. And I know this preaching huh, is, is, you've heard it before. But I want to tell you something this morning. I'm glad for the life-changing power that's in the blood. Huh? You see, when lives are not changed, huh? people come to church, my friend, huh? and they enjoy going to church, my friend. Huh? And, and, but if there's no evidence that the blood has been applied to their heart, then their sins are not forgiven, and there's no change, and they feel not the power of Christ. In their life. Amen. Amen. And believe me, they're in the church. Huh? So he conquered sin. Huh? He conquered the power of sin on us. Amen. Through the cross and through his blood. You see, in the Old Testament, huh? It was all a form. Huh? It was a shadow. All those animal sacrifices that they did. Huh? And all the blood that was shed from those animals. Huh? Was a foreshadow of Christ to come. Amen? And when Christ, listen to me. All the Old Testament people. Huh? When Christ shed His blood on Calvary. And it run down. Huh? His body onto the ground. Huh? On top of that hill. I tell you, it went all over. But in reality, huh, it forgave the sins from Adam all the way down to you and me. Huh? 
Our sins were forgiven and washed away. Praise God. Amen. You see, the sinner don't know that. The sinner's blind to the truth that's in God's Word. Amen. He's blind to it. He can't see it. That's where the darkness comes from. Amen. Praise the Lord. The tomb, the resurrection. At the tomb, the death was defeated on the resurrection morning. It was, the, listen to me, it was the death of death. <laughs> you get that? Huh? Christ killed death, and it was the death of death. Amen? <clears throat> because Christ's resurrection, death has no power over those who are in Christ Jesus. The believer, listen, is set free from the second death, which is eternal death. We are all going to die a physical death. This physical body is going to die sometime. Right? <clears throat> because of our bodies are mortal, and we were born in sin, and sin is fleshly. It's going to die, but the soul, which is spiritual, it will live forever in heaven or in hell. It is never, it is a never dying soul. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Huh? And he that believeth in me, huh? Do you remember when he rose Lazarus out of the grave? Huh? And it was a Martha or Mary, one of them, I can't came to him. Huh? I think it was it Martha? Mary. And she came to him and she said, Now, Lazarus is dead. Huh? And he's he's gone now. Huh? And and Jesus said, He'll live again. He'll rise again. Huh? She said, I know he will. After resurrection day. And he said, no, he'll rise today. <laughs> Why? Because I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus never even died yet. Huh? But he's alive here when he tells it. This was an example of his power and who he was. Huh? And he said that statement. Huh? Whosoever believeth in me that are dead, huh? Yet shall he live. And he that believeth in me uh, that, that is alive shall never die. Amen. Praise God for this. Hallelujah. The power of the resurrection. Let me back up and find where I was at. For the believer at death goes to heaven to be with the Lord in a body that is fit for heaven. But the body, the physical body that you're in this morning, huh? It goes to the grave. Huh? If you're a Christian. Amen. And it waits for the resurrection. When Jesus Christ returns. Huh? When the bodies are resurrected. When Jesus gives a shout. And the bodies that come out of the grave. Will be a glorified body. Uh, ready to be with Jesus. For eternity. Amen. <clears throat> Jesus. For all eternity. Also at the tomb. Listen to this. A new life was given to all who believe in Jesus and give their lives to Him. This new life is called being born again or being born from above. Becoming a new person, a brand new life in Jesus Christ. We are resurrected into new life. Amen? Amen. 
to sum it all up, the blood forgives us of our sins and it cleanses us from our sins and it frees us from the power of sin. That's what the cross did. Amen? The resurrection gives us new life. Hallelujah. Amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just pray, God, that you'll have your blessings upon this message this morning. We're in need of you, Lord. For without you, we can't preach, we can't do nothing. So we pray, God, as we look at your word this morning, may God you bless us and help us and give us an understanding of thy truths. Amen. Praise God. All right, let's go over here to John's Gospel. I'm sorry, not John. First John, chapter 1. First John, chapter 1. And I want to start here with verse 5. And it says this, This is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. For if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with the other. Listen to this. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, listen, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Amen? <clears throat> Number five, this is the message that we heard of him and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. Amen? Huh? John! The Apostle John, the disciple John, had first-hand experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Huh? Nobody told him about it. He never heard a story about him. Huh? He was with him. Huh? Everywhere he went, he was an eyewitness. He touched him. He felt him. He held him. Huh? He ate with him. Huh? He got all these things with Jesus. And he said, this is what I heard. <laughs> and this is true. Huh? That in God, my friend, is purity and holiness and righteousness and godliness and every, everything that's filthy and sinful and dirty and wrong and disgusting, my friend. It's not in Him. Huh? Because He's a pure God and a holy God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Huh? If He wasn't my friend, we wouldn't be here this morning. Huh? But He's a righteous God. Amen? If we say that we have fellowship with Him, now listen, John's preaching here to some people that He had been around huh? that are claiming that they know Christ. Huh? That they have accepted Him as their personal Savior. But my friend, their life was not lining up with the teaching and the Word of God. You hear me? Huh? They were claiming they had fellowship. Oh yeah, we, have, we abide in Christ. We have fellowship with Him. Huh? But they said here, but uh, we walk in darkness. And yet the darkness is sinfulness. Huh? They were still living in their sins, but yet claiming, my friend, that they were Christians. Huh? But they were still lost. Huh? They still had sin in their life. Still doing the sin. 
So their profession as a Christian was a lie and not the truth. Huh? You better get in. You better get in the truth. Huh? And get in this thing right. Huh? Because there's so much false teaching. There's so much false doctrine in the churches. And it's sad to say that all around huh? in this nation huh? that has gotten so far from the truth. Uh, you just be whatever you want to be. God will love you and take you to hell. I know this is hard preaching, but that's not the way it is. Huh? See, they make God who they want Him to be. Huh? He's supposed to transform His ways to them, and that's not how it is. It's vice versa. We transform our lives, my friend, to look like Him and be like Him. And be a Christian. A true child of God. Huh? He told him, my friend. Listen. You say you have fellowship. And you're living like your sinful neighbor, my friend. Huh? You're a liar. That's pretty blunt. Huh? He told him. You know why he told him that? You know why the preacher preaches hard? You know why he, he gives us all to it? Because He loves you. Right. Amen. Amen? That's what it's all about. Huh? I want to tell you something. Our children growing up, I tell you, those three girls of mine and Peggy's, they were everything to us. We loved them. I mean, they were our all. They were our lives. Huh? I tell you what, we didn't want to do anything to lead them astray, hurt them. We want to raise them in the right way, in the way they should go. Why is that? Why did we do that? Well, not only because it was our flesh and blood, but it was the love we had for them. Amen? They were part of us. huh? They were us. That's what the preacher wants to do. He ought to do. Huh? Is love his congregation and his people and preach to them the truth. Amen? Amen. To save their souls and keep them out of the devil's hell. Huh? But, amen, but God, remember that scripture? Praise God. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Huh? And then the blood and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. Huh? In order to keep your soul right with God, huh? And keep in line, my friend, with Him. You have to have fellowship with Him, with Jesus and with God as you journey this life. Amen. We got to walk in the light that's in righteousness and holiness and godliness. Now, listen, you and I cannot do that on our own, huh? We have to have the power of the Holy Spirit. Indwelling in us to guide us in the right direction. Huh? There's a trinity there. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we have fellowship with Him, huh? We're walking with Him. Huh? We're doing right. He's keeping us. Huh? We're abiding in Him. He's living right in here, huh? Amen. We can't see Him. Huh? We don't know. We, don't, we have never seen Him, but we know where He's at. Because His Holy Spirit has given us witness that He's in our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Huh? And we have fellowship with Him, and His blood huh, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God for that. Amen? <clears throat> If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 
Amen. Some of them claim that. Claim that they never had no sin. They never sinned. It brings me back to the time when, my, when I was 13 years old. My dad took me out hunting Pennsylvania. Took me out of school. Oh, I always loved that. Took me out of school for two weeks, I think it was. Uh, of course, I had to do the homework and everything. Anyway, took me took me out. We went deer hunting. His friend, <clears throat> sister, and her friend went, and they were old women at that time. I mean, they were they were in their sixties. I'm talking well. They was old to a thirteen year old boy. Put it that way. Oh my gosh, they're old. They might have been in their seventies. I don't know. Well, they were old. I'll tell you what. They had a lot of wrinkles. Not like me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Boy, you got to watch how you preach, don't you? <laughs> anyway, uh, the subject got brought up about religion. Uh, and uh, his sister said, which the other one agreed, they were good friends, they were best friends. They used to be, they used to be uh, sister-in-laws at one time. She said, I don't, well, I don't believe all that. I don't believe in all that, what you're saying. She said, I'm a good person. Huh? I never done anybody any wrong. Huh? I never done, I never stole, never done any drinking, smoking, all that stuff, all the things that sinners do. I never done any of that. Huh? And I believe that she didn't. But that didn't make her a Christian. See, she thought she was all right. Huh? She thought because she didn't do any of those things and she was a good citizen, huh? A good person, a good tax-paying uh, citizen of the, of the country. And everything in her life, she had nothing was on her conscience. Nothing bothered her. She just thought she was all right. Huh? I want to tell you something. Church, good, moral, Decent people don't make heaven. Huh? Only those that are saved make heaven. Don't ever forget that. Amen? Don't ever forget it. What did Jesus say? You must be born again and enter, in, in order to enter the kingdom of God. Huh? Whether they ever got saved, I have no idea. But I know people just like that. <clears throat> if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let me tell you something. How true that is. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? As we that have been saved and born again of the Spirit, Huh? And become children of God. Huh? We're not perfect. But if we sin, huh? If we're overtaken, huh? If we give in to temptation, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Huh? But I want to tell you something. You make a habit of it. You're on dangerous ground. You're on dangerous ground. Because, see, you're coming under grace. The grace of God. And the grace of God, you never want to stomp under your feet. Amen? Amen. The grace is what will get you to heaven. We say we have not sinned. We make him a liar, and the truth is not in us. My little children, chapter 2. These things I write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteousness. Righteous. And he is a pro propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also the sins of the whole world. Now, let me tell you what the resurrection and the cross did. It gives us Jesus Christ as our advocate. Huh? Huh? As our intercessor to God Himself. 
You hear me? Huh? You see, we can't approach a holy God huh, in all of His glory. Huh? But we can through Jesus Christ. Huh? He bore our sins on the cross huh, and suffered and died that we could have an advocate with the Father. Amen. His Son, Jesus Christ. Huh? That was never before. That wasn't in the Old Testament, church. Huh? They never had it. But we got it. Every believer's got it. Amen. What does it say? He descended to the right hand of the Father. And what is he doing? He's making intercessions for you and I. Amen. He knows. Listen, he knows what we're going through. He knows what we're facing, church. He knows your life from the beginning to the end. You hear me? He knows it all. Huh? And He come to this earth, Christ, and experienced the sin. He never done it Himself, but He's seen it and experienced what it does to people's lives and the things that had happened all around Him and all the death and all the sorrow. You see, He came from heaven and came down to the earth, my friend, and faced all of this stuff for you and I. Huh? So He knows what's going on. Believe me. Huh? There's times you might not think of it. You get depressed. You get down. Huh? Is there really a God? Is there really one? Huh? That knows me personally? Huh? That really knows my life and, the, and, and what I'm going through? Now I can tell my husband. I can tell my wife. I can tell my friends. Huh? And it's good and it helps. But there's still something missing down deep inside that I can't get it discovered. It's just too much for me. I don't know what it is, huh? I mean, my wife and my companion and my family can only help me so much and then that's it. I need something beyond that. And I want to tell you something. Whoa! Hallelujah! That's Jesus Christ! Amen? He's the one, my friend, that can lift us up and give us new life and a new start. Amen. By His blood and the resurrection. Amen. Of Christ His Son. Huh? You can take off the old garment <laughs> and put on a new one. Amen. And lay it aside. And hereby... Well, you know that we know Him. What's proof that we know Christ? Now, where's the evidence that we know Him? If we keep His commandments. He that saith, I know Him, and keepeth not His commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth His word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in Him. Listen, he that, he that saith he abideth in Him ought himself also to walk even as He walked. Amen? I want to tell you something. Huh? When you become saved and become a Christian, huh? You'll keep His commandments. You'll keep the Word of God. Because I'll tell you why you'll do it. Huh? Because your life is changed completely and made brand new. It's an experience that you never felt before in your life. Huh? Trust me, have you been there? Have you experienced it? It's nothing like it, my friend. And with that comes this thought, I do not want to do anything that would hinder my relationship with God. I'm going to keep His commandments. I'm a newborn baby in Christ Jesus. And there's a lot of things that I don't understand. But there's one thing I do understand. I don't want to do anything to hinder my fellowship with Him. So I'm going to keep His commandments. And follow His ways. Huh? Amen. <sighs> Amen. 
And I'll tell you, I've come across this scripture many times. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk, even as he has walked. Huh. We are to be an example for Jesus Christ and who he is. The example is what he's done for us. Amen. Huh. So we are to walk according to his word. Huh. And according to how the Holy Spirit guides and directs our life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth not us because it knew him not. What love? Huh? Do you know what the cross and the resurrection is this morning? It is love. <laughs> it's God's love for you and me. Amen? Huh? It's the transforming power of the blood and the resurrection, my friend, that it was the love of God for every. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. He said, Beloved, now we are the sons of God, yet it does not appear what we should be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him. Now listen to this. For we shall see Him as he is. Huh? Do you grasp that? Listen, grasp that. And for we shall see him as he is. Then, with this thought in your head, every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Huh? I want to tell you something. The saints of God who have stood up in this church huh, and have testified, my friend, uh, when I was a kid and then when I was growing up, huh, and even in my later days as I had a family and raised a family, huh, they would get up and testify. Huh? They weren't concerned about the streets of gold. Huh? They wouldn't care, didn't really care about putting their feet in the water of the river of life or eating of the twelve manners of fruit that'll be there in heaven. Huh? What they wanted to see was their Savior's face. <laughs> they wanted to look into the one that saved them and changed their life. They wanted to see His glory. Amen? Amen. He's the one that done it. He's the one that done the work. Everything else, my friend, is, is a luxury and a great thing. But to see the face of Christ, huh? What the songwriter said, one glimpse of Him in glory. All the toils and all the burdens of life and everything we went through, just one little glimpse, it'll be worth it all. Huh? To see our Savior's face. Amen. Amen. We shall see him as he is. Oh my gosh. How do I get you running? <laughs> Amen. We shall see him as he is. Whosoever commits sin transgress also the law. For the law, for sin is a transgression of the law. And we know that he was manifested, that he came. To take away our sins. And in him was no sin. Is no sin. Whoso. Listen. Whosoever abideth in him. Sinneth not. And whosoever sinneth. Hath not seen him. Or neither know him. Little children. Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteous. Is righteous. Even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. This is God's word. For listen, 
For this purpose the Son of Man was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. The works of sin in your life. That's why he came. Huh? To destroy sin. Amen. In your life. And in my life. Amen. Huh? I tell you this, I know I'm coming up short on this message. There's so much riches in this. <laughs> There's so much gold and jewels in this message. Huh? In the cross and the resurrection of Christ. Amen. I pray that the Spirit will interpret it to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. For this purpose, He came. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. This is a very controversial passage of Scripture for many people. Amen. Take a look at it here. Find out where I'm at. The NIV translation, I don't go through it much, but it, it did have the best, the best translation, I thought. This is for the believer. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. And they cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. There is no excuse for sin in the life of the believer who has been born again. Grace is not a license to sin. Find that in Romans 6 and 1. The unchanged person is not a true believer. The true believer cannot help but to live differently because God lives within them. Amen. Do you get that this morning? Huh? Now I got to quit. I want to get to the other part too. Huh? The Christian. The child of God that has been born again of the Spirit. Okay? Follow me. Listen to this. Huh? Like I said, their lives change and everything's made new. And it's actually, we become as a newborn baby. All the, all the guilt is gone. Everything is innocent. Like a child is. A child's innocent in everything. Huh? And in that, my friend, comes that seed of righteousness and of holiness. In that seed, listen. Huh? God, it's the Bible said that God covered us. Listen. In his righteousness. <laughs> Did he not? Huh? He covers us in his righteousness. Huh? Alright? Huh? And I want to tell you something, my friend. We can live above the sin. We can live above the temptation. What does scripture say? It said no man will be tempted above what he can bear. But God would make a way to escape. Huh? To set him free from it. This is why Christ came, my friend, to destroy and defeat the works of the devil. Huh? I want to tell you something. Anything less than this is nothing but cheap grace. And cheap grace is being preached everywhere today. You hear me? Huh? It's being preached everywhere, my friend. Well, we can't help it. We see it in word, in word, thought, or deed every day. No, we're not. We're not sinners, my friend, anymore. God transformed our lives. You get that? <laughs> he made us new. I don't understand why people think the way they do. They just don't get it, my friend. But we've been transformed and born in the image of God. Huh? And we don't do those things that we used to do. 
We don't walk the way we used to walk. We're changed, my friend. That's how you know that somebody's been a Christian and been born again. Their life is completely changed. Huh? But I want to tell you something. Some has made it so cheap, it aggravates me. Now listen, I made a lot of mistakes. I backslid, I told you this, and I'm not proud of it. Huh? I was a Christian, huh? And fell back in sin. Huh? So I know a little bit about this thing. Alright? I know a little bit about it. I've had some experiences. Huh? In my own life. So I know what it's like. Huh? But I'm telling you something. The, the, the Christian, the true Christian, does not sin. There's a song that says, Hallelujah, I'm not a sinner anymore. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, I'm not a sinner anymore. Let me tell you something. It just boils down to two types of people. You're either a sinner or a saint. One or the other. Amen. Yeah. That's just the simple truth. It's not my words. It's what's in the book here. Amen. God loves you so much that He gave His only begotten Son. I want to tell you something. There's nothing like this new life. Amen. I remember going on the job. Had a revival down here years ago. Come to the altar. Now they prayed. There's a few other people that came to. That was back in the early 90s. My life is messed up again. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you this. This is what I experienced. Okay? Nailed down at the altar and prayed. Huh? Ask God to forgive me. What did it say? Huh? He that is he that confesses his sins. God is faithful and just to forgive us to forgive us of our sins. I got up from the altar, went home. <laughs> I want to tell you something. I was back and in right relationship with God. I went to work the next day. That was on a, a revival that was on a Sunday night. I went back to work the next day. Huh? And all the buddies that I had drunk with, fished with, hunted with, we all worked together. Huh? They were still the same. But I was a new man. You hear me? I was different. I come to work that morning. Huh? And they seen a change in me. Huh? They seen a change. And they asked me about it. And I told them. I said, I went to a revival service last night. Huh? And I went to the altar and prayed through. Huh? And I got the victory now. Amen. 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 My boss, he wasn't even a, he was a so-called Christian. He, he never did ever, he never did really get it. Okay? He bought me, a, he brought me a brand new Bible, a parallel edition of the King James Version and the Living Bible side to side. And I tell you, I cherished that. I still got it. It's really rough. But anyway, I got to quit here. I want to go to one passage of Scripture, and then I'm done. I know I held you too long. I want to go over here to... Uh, in the last part of here, and <clears throat> uh, this is in 1 Corinthians 15... 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we all shall be changed. He's talking about the believer that has been dead in Christ. Those who have died and have passed away that know God. In a moment of a twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall shout, sound, and the and the dead in Christ, and the dead shall rise incorruptible, and we all shall be changed. For this corruptible, this is this flesh, this body, 
must put on incorruptible. That's a glorified body like Christ had when he rose from the dead. And this mortal, a man which is us, mortal man, shall put in immortality, a godly uh, uh, immortality. So then, this, so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, and this mortal shall have put on immortal, then shall be brought to pass, listen, the saying that is written. Here's what is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. <laughs> Amen? Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is law. But thanks be to God, which gives us grace, gives us, us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know what, you know what he done when he rose again from the dead? He took the sting out of death. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. I'll make this really simple and i got to quit. I know it's not what I want. The sting of death huh, is everlasting punishment for the lost. Okay? That means living in eternity without God. Huh? The second death. Huh? That's a sting. That's a stinger. Huh? Like in the bee and poison up. But Jesus took the stinger <laughs> out of death for you and me. Huh? For the believer this morning, here's what's going to happen to you and me. Amen? When we die in Christ, my friend, huh? We go to the grave. This mortal body goes to the grave. Hmm? I'm going to cut the middle part out here and get right straight to this point. But, huh? One of these days, when Christ comes back, huh? The grace will be open of the saints. All right? Huh? And it said the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we're going to rise, my friend, huh? And have the body. That Jesus had when he rose from the dead. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, we're never going to die, church. We're never going to die. Huh? We'll die a physical death. Huh? We'll go through that. Huh? But we're not going to die a spiritual death. Huh? The story's told. Heard the story. And a mother having two little kids out to the park. She was swinging them, you know, boy and a girl. Swinging them on the swings. And this bee kept buzzing around, buzzing around. Finally, it landed on a little boy. Stung him on the arm. Right there. Boy, he started crying. You know, baby stings hurt, especially when you're a kid. She started crying and bawling and everything. His mom went over there. She calmed him down and was rubbing his head, you know, and stuff. And the little girl seen what was going on. And she got scared. Huh? The bee was still flying around. It was still buzzing around. Huh? She got scared and started crying. Mommy. I don't want to get stung by that bee. She said, come here, honey, I want to show you something. She took her over there where the little brother was. She said, I want you to look at Bubby's arm. She said, see his arm right there? You see all that red? And then in the middle of that little red, huh? She said, there's a stinger right there. See that stinger? She said, yeah, I see it. She said, well, he can't sting you, huh? He can't sting you because he's only got one stinger. Huh? He stung your brother, but he's not going to sting you. You know, every bee that stings dies. He dies. After he uses his stinger, he's done. Huh? So the little girl got the relief from what her mom told her. Huh? She didn't have to be afraid of getting stung. 
from his Christ took the sin out of death. <laughs> Amen? For you and me. Huh? The price was paid and the stinger was pulled. Amen? Thank God. I tell you what, believe me, I'm preaching you the truth. Huh? I want you to take this message. Listen, I want you to pounder it in your heart. Huh? That this life, huh, my friend, is not the only life. There is life after death. You hear me? Huh? And I know to the world and those out there, huh, they, they, know, they know or think that we're crazy. Huh? But they just don't know who God is. Amen, I'm telling you. This life is short. And this life is nothing but a vapor, is what the Bible said. It appeareth for a little while, and it's gone. But eternity, there's no end to it. It lasts forever. Amen? I'm done. I remember one guy asked a preacher one time. He said, you know, you talk about eternity. He said, how long's eternity? He said, can you give me an idea of that? He said, yeah, I can give you an idea of that. He said, it's a straight line. Just as straight as you can get it. With both ends knocked out. <laughs> both ends knocked out. That means there's no end. Amen. And you and I will spend eternity in heaven. And the Bible says, so shall we ever be with the Lord. 